Okay, we'll start now a sheer continue in the halachas of Erevin. Um, what we stopped last year was two weeks ago, but uh, we'll try to catch up this week. We go through certain topics in Simon Shin Ayin, which are relevant lamaises, some of them more than others. I'm not going to go through the whole Simon, go through certain points which are. Which are Relevant and it's an interesting letter from the Rebbe regarding one of the topics that's discussed in this in this simon. In Siv Bay's Saiv Al Terebe, Saivatoshonarh discusses somebody who has a lot of houses, has a has a uh, he owns a uh, property which has a bunch of houses in it, and he he rents them out to people, he lends them out to people. And uh, the Shulchan Aruch right away starts when it's not oiser. The Altarebbe gives you a small introduction when they are oiser, when these people, when there's certain people that have, if you have one owner and he has six houses and uh, some of those houses are rented out to other people, when is it, when is he oiser, when are those people oiser on the Balachot. So the definition of Oyser is, as you already know, that, the, that means that one person cannot carry, each of them cannot carry from their house to the other person's house or to the Chatzar. And not only that, they're Oyser on the Balabais himself also, that he also can't carry from his house to the Chatzar, from the Chatzar to his house, from his house to other people's houses. Right, so the al begins by saying the first, uh, it's in the, it's, uh, if, if, if he, if it's, if it's rented out to somebody or if it's lent out to somebody in a way that you cannot get rid of him during the time frame. Now this is something which Al-Tareb is going to mention three times in the simon. It's very important to, to, to remember this because there are different definitions of deciding when a person is oyser on somebody else and when, another per, when a person is not oyser. And the fact that Al-Tareb puts it here and again in Seif Hay twice this definition that is, depends on whether you could get rid of him during the time frame or not is an important condition which we'll soon see it's, it boils into a discussion between the Rishenim and also the Achreinim what are the conditions on this matter Al puts it if you rent it to somebody or if you lend it if you shilam, if you let a person use it for a certain amount of time and you can't get rid of him during that time then it's considered like, like it's their house, the person who rented it, or the person who has it as a, as a short, as a, as a uh, to use it without being able to get rid of him, and they're oyster on each other until they do a eruv. Right? The same thing again is mentioned in the end of Sif Hay. It's talking about a Melamed or Talmidim which live in the house. <coughs> and that if the rooms which are kanui are kanui to them, or are rented to them, or are mushal, they're lent to them with in a way that they cannot be they cannot be removed during the time. Which means if it's if it's a, if it's rented to them, you don't have to say that they can't be removed during the time because that is you know that is Allah. If you rent to somebody for a certain amount of time, then you then you don't uh, then you can't get rid of them during the time. But if it's uh, lent to somebody, then it has to be clear that it's for a specific period of time and you can't get rid of them. In such a scenario, then, then they make it 
usher on him. And over there, the Alter Rebbe adds, even if they use, they share the same kitchen and they share the same oven, etc., which we're going to get to later. And uh, the Alter Rebbe explains it, his reasoning why the Alter Rebbe takes this position is explained in the Ha'ara, in the footnote, both over here and over there. Sometimes the, the, in the footnotes you'll see where it's a different font, it's uh, from the Alter Rebbe, and a whole explanation both here and there. Then the Al-Tarebbe, and we're going to get to it, in the, we're going to get to it later. Now, the Al-Tarebbe continues over here, that if the, if the Balabayas has in each of these rooms something which cannot be removed on Shabbos because it is usher to remove it, that means not because of any other reason, but something which is muktzah in such a way that there is no way you could remove it on Shabbos, that means that he still has tfisasyad, he still has some connection, some ownership to this location, some rights to this room, he has a tfisasyad, and that's also a the concept of here, if he has a tfisasyad in that room, and it's as if the owner still lives in each one of those rooms of those houses, and if he lives in each one of those rooms of those houses, that means that each and every person who's living there are considered like they are his guests and not independent owners, and therefore, you, there's no problem, nobody's oyster on anybody, these people are not oyster on the Balabais, and everybody could carry wherever they want within this within this area. However, if he could remove it for a specific reason on Shabbos, that means even though if it's muktzah, but it's something which could be removed um, uh, based on Shabbos in a specific way, it's no iser, it's no longer considered tfisasyad. Why? Because he could remove it when he wants it from there. So the mere fact that it's just staying there doesn't mean that he is, that, that he has a tfisasyad in the room. He's not using the room. The fact is, it's there, it's not something permanent over there. Now, just an interesting thing to point out, this is a, uh, some people might make this mistake, if something is there just because I have something which belongs to me, and it might be muktzah, in, and I rent out an apartment, doesn't mean I have a tfisasyad in the apartment. If I rent a washing machine, a washing machine is muktzah on Shabbos. And... If I, and we'll get to washing machine itself, it's weight, it's a separate discussion. But if I rent it to you with the room, that becomes yours like everything else. It's not anymore my, the Balabais is saying. Just like the house I rent to you, and it becomes yours for the time of rental, the Altab is later going to define that Tzchilus Yoim is a Memkar. Same thing is if I rent to you anything which is in the apartment, which is part of the rental, is also considered like it's yours for the, per for the period of time that it was rented to you. It doesn't remain mine that I could afterward that you could use it as a hetter for, 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 for total. Now, what happens if there's something the yesh that if it's something which is very which is heavy, it's also considered tfisas yad, even though halachically you could take it out on Shabbos. And Al Tereb says yesh lahachmir. It concludes the yesh lahachmir. That basically means that, there's lo that anything which is mutter, betiltal, even if it's heavy, you still, still is oiser. And this is based on a kasha of the Magen Avram, because this is Shulchan Aruch says this. And the Magen Avram asks the question, how could you make a, a definition of, of uh, the al mentions this in the Magen Avram, in the footnotes of this, based on the Magen Avram, that how could you make a definition that something which is heavy is going to change the status when something which is heavy is something which is dependent on the person. It's heavy for one person, it's not heavy for somebody else. Happens to be the two footnotes before that, Al-Tarebbe says, Sorichi and Godl on the Kasha of the Mogan Avram, but still, 
Now, let's just take a step for a second to see the people that do follow this uh, because of weight, how do you, how do you, how do you define it? So the Aruch HaShulchan has an interesting definition. Aruch HaShulchan says that it's something which is permanently there, not screwed into the wall, but something which is there the whole time, even if it's not muktzeh, is the same category as something which is muktzeh or something which is heavy, it's something which is not made to be moved. A simple example would be if you have a night table, it's something which is essentially not really muktzeh, because it could be used on Shabbos, it is used on Shabbos, and you could pick it up, it's not heavy, and at least the smaller ones, not heavy, but it's made to be in a place, it's made to be there the whole time, if it's made to be there the whole time, it's not a problem. The Das which is a Marsham, he, he, he explains that it means that, that something heavy, the definition is that you need two people to pick it up, or at least you have to use both hands to, to, to carry it. However, both of these, both of these don't solve the problem, the kasha of the Mogan Avram, because the Mogan Avram's kasha is that you can't make a rule based on something which depends on people. The fact that it's heavy for you doesn't mean it's going to be heavy for me. Yeah. That definition of heavy says either or. He doesn't give a clear definition. Huh? No. What? Who? The Marashan doesn't define placement. The Rosh doesn't define that as heavy. The Rosh defines that as something which makes it Tfisasyad. That remains there. Something that the Rosh looks at something which is not made to be removed. Means let's let's rephrase it. What's the what? What does it mean that you have tefisasiyad? Means I have something in your room, which is not made to be, which I will not remove on Shabbos. So the first reason is I will not remove it because muktzeh, right? That's what Alter Rebbe Paskas. The second reason that the Shulchan Aruch brings something which is heavy. I'm not going to remove it because it's much heavy to remove. The Aruch Shulchan introduces a new concept. He says it's because something which is made to be there permanently is not going to be removed. So it also qualifies for. Tfisas, Tfisas Yad. No, that's what I'm saying, but the Marsham, when he says that the heavy means two hands or, 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 or two people. Huh? He doesn't give a specific, he says either, he doesn't, he gives two explanations, he doesn't tell you, but he doesn't pass it. That's the Marsham, the way he, the, he just explains, either it could mean that, or it could mean that, he gives two, two, two possible explanations to it. What's interesting is the Marasham over there adds something else, that if the owner is a Mechal Shabbos that doesn't care about Muktzeh, so this doesn't help you anymore. Because the mere fact that it's Muktzeh doesn't mean that this guy is not going to walk in and take it out on Shabbos, Mechal Shabbos. So that doesn't, that doesn't uh, solve your problem of, uh, of, having, of having a Tfisasyad in the room. Anyway, so the first point that we know from here is that before we have tefisas, that, that, that the first thing to be oyster on somebody else, if you ha if, if, that you have to have, a, the person has to be in such a way that he cannot, that the renters or the ones who are staying in that room have a, the renter has a, has a time frame that he cannot get kicked out of there during the time, or that it was lent, it was lent to him with a time frame that he can't get kicked out during the time. Then the Al-Tarev continues in Sif Gimel that um, 
that Tfisas uh, Yad is, is only when, and this is the, he says it's Yashem, but this is the Ramon, that's how we paskin, that it's only, that it only helps when there's nobody else in the Chatzar which needs to do eight of it. It means I own six houses in the Chatzar and there's nobody, no other houses in the Chatzar. But if I own six houses in the Chatzar and somebody else owns one house in the Chatzar, so the fact that I have six houses in the Chatzar, I still have to make it, that that guy still has to make an Erev, he's still oyster on me, he's not part of my six houses. And in such a case, there has to be, they have to be, uh, the, you do have to make an Erev, with, unless the Erev is in this, uh, is in the house of the Balabais, because that way, once in the house of this Balabais, of the six houses, then, it, then it's considered, then it covers everybody else. Because once it's in the house of somebody, the, where the, the Eruv, where the house, the house where the Eruv is, doesn't need its own independent Eruv. So therefore, if, but if it's not like that, if it's in somebody else's house, or it's in one of the houses which is rented out, and even if it has three sasya, then everybody needs a, a Eruv. And Sif Heid al goes into more explanation when there is a Yisr. Even though Al-Tarebbe started in Sif Beis, mentions it in short, one condition. And Sif Beis is mainly where, what is Mutter, Sif Beis, Sif Gimel, Sif Dalad. In Sif Heid al goes into explaining when it is Yisr. The first example that al brings is, you know, five, groups of, five groups of people, they rented a big, a big hall, and they put up, and temporary uh, walls to separate them, so each one has their own, their own room. First condition is that the walls go up all the way, all the way to uh, that they're divided into 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 specific rooms. So we're going to see how the division works. It's temporary divisions, but it's still something. Second of all, each room has direct access to the chutzpah doesn't mean that each room opens up straight to the chatzar. It means that all the rooms open up to a hallway which lead to the chatzar. Now, sometimes you have, if you're talking about the places which are built like motels, they all open up directly into the chatzar. But even if not, if each of these rooms are made in such a way that it opens up, that means that these partitions were put up in such a way that each one has access to the hallway and from there to the chatzar. And nobody has to walk through somebody else's room to get, to get outside. And the mechitzes, these temporary mechitzes, make it all the way up to the ceiling of the room, or at least within three tefachim from it, which is lavud. Then each one of these is considered a shuz bifniyatsma, even though it is a temporary, temporary division, and they have to make an eruv between themselves to be able to carry from one room to another, to be able to carry outside, to be able to carry from outside, inside. Right? Again, this only applies when they have a, when this traklin, this big hole, is in a chatzah which has other people in the chatzah. But if, and therefore, there anyways has to be an aid of mate. So the question is, do these people have to join, have to make an aid of between themselves to them or not? But if there isn't any, um, but if the aid of was put in this main in the hallway of this main room of the five, it's not, then you don't, it's not oyster, why? Because it needs, because each person has his own independent, because the Erev is in the room and is pointed, and is pointed everybody else. But if there is, if each one rents his own room in this place, his permanent rooms, or they made permanent separations between them, that means they didn't just put up sheets with sticks or they put up something which is a temporary partition, 
rather it's something which was semi-permanent, more than just a sheet, it's not mechitza sarai, then they need a eruv as long as each person has a access to the to the chatzar. And if not everybody has access to the chatzar, then only the people who are inside need to make an eruv between themselves, because the people that 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 uh, are in the rooms that everybody crosses through might be considered like a base shot, and it's not a is not a uh, issue. But the Altarev continues, this is only applies when they're all equal. But what happens if Balabas has students, which is what I mentioned before, or Melamde, uh, or Melamed in his house? So then, even though the Melamed has his own room, or the students have their own room, and each room is open to the Chatzah, and each room is open, maybe even to the Shusarabim, and each person eats and, and sleeps in his own room, which is also an important uh, point to remember, because soon going to see that it boils down to where a person eats. Person, each of them eats and sleeps in their own bedroom, but they are, they are there to live there. Then you don't have to make an eruv, and they're not oiser, they're not oiser on the balabais. Even if the Balabais does not have a Tfisasyad in any of these rooms, why? Because he did not lend the rooms to them for the purpose of them being oiser on him. And Al-Tarebbe adds that he could get rid of them whenever he wants. Again, over here, the Al-Tarebbe again brings it out. This is the only place in Al-Tarebbe where it's written in the Pnim and not in footnotes. And not in, it's not in parentheses, not in Sagraim. That, um, that over here, because he could get rid of them whenever he wants, the Melamed or the Talmidim, so therefore they're not oyster on him, and he did not have in mind that they should be oyster on him, and therefore even though they're eating in their own rooms, it's still considered, it's still, they're still not oyster on him, and not considered their own independent owners. But obviously if the rooms are rented to them, or are connected to them, or they're lent to them in such a way that he cannot get rid of them during, during a specific time, then you cannot, you can no longer say, I didn't, I didn't lend it to you that you should be oisered on me. And therefore, they do become oser, they are oisered one another, unless there is a tfisasyad. And al then adds, even if they use, even if they all share the same um, kitchen and they cook in the same place. Why? Because since they eat in their own rooms, so, and they have this, uh, since they eat in their own room, so the fact that they share the same kitchen is not enough to do it. So we introduced two, three concepts which could make a difference in, four concepts which could make a difference in a room, which is, first of all, can't get rid of them during the time. Second of all, do you eat in your own room or not? Sharing kitchens, sharing kitchens is not, is not always, is not always enough. And the concept of Tfisasyad, which depends on what thing of Tfisasyad there is over there. And the Altareb over here tells you, over here in the footnote, he explains why the Altareb points out to you why he paskins according to this idea that it depends on Yachol Asalka or not. He says it's based on the Bishyasef, it's based on the understanding of Teisvis, and the fact that the Ma'arik is Mekel, even, if, even in a... In a uh, even in a place where Eino Yochil is Salkom, the Altarebbe says it's because the Malik follows a different opinion. He holds that the Iker reason for the Heter of, 
of, uh, of uh, Talmidim and, uh, and the, uh, the Melamed is based on the fact that they use the same kitchen. Not because of the fact that they have the same, not because of the, of Motsila Saluki, that he could get rid of them or not. And when the Altarebbe, and when the Marik is Matir and the Soicher, he's only talking, which does not have access to the kitchen, it's because of Tfisa Syad. So going to the Marik, it's either because of Tfisa Syad or because of, or because of shared usage of the, of the kitchen. But he does not consider the idea of getting rid of the person. But the Altarebbe does not go. But the uh, but, uh, Al-Tareb explains that the mashma from Taisus and it's clearly brought in the Besyasif that it bo- in the Binan the Mechaber in the Besyasif that it boils down to Yochoil Lesalkam if you could get rid of them or not and if you can't get rid of them then even if they use the same, uh, the same oven and use the same kitchen that does not create enough of a, of a uh, shared ownership to be able to claim that you do not need an air of chatzeres, that you do not need the air of between the people, and there are oyser, there are oyser on, on one another. If you look in the Shulchan Aruch, you have the Taz, and you have the Taz over there. He says that the main, the main reason is because usage, shared usage of the oven. But he says, but the Bais Yosef adds, adds about the uh, about the uh, the and uh, if you look at the Mogen Avram, L'cha'ira, he, clear, he says that it's, uh, that it boils down to Sochur, Ikonu Lehem. The Mogen Avram does not discuss whether Motsu L'siluki or not, but the idea that you could get rid of them, that depends on whether you could get rid of them or not, that is how the Al-Tarebbe looks at it based on the, on the understanding of the Bishyesa, which means if you look at it based on the shita of the Alter Rebbe, when you have a, when it's a person is a soicher, or it's connu to him, or he's a shayel, but you can't get rid of him during the time, it makes, it makes no difference what he uses, if he uses the kitchen or not, but as long as there's no tfisa syad, and the person eats in his own room, his own food, then you have, then you, he is oyser on, he is oyser on the other one. If you look at the Mishnah Brura and Bir Allah on the end of Sif Gimel, he also understood Al Tareb in such a way, and he explains that that's how the the Bir Agro also seems to imply the same understanding as Al Tareb, and uh, and the lotion of the Mishnah Brura is who mamish keshita sarajba varitvo. That uh, as opposed to the other shittas, it's a very gishmaka bir Allah if you want to go through it in the, in the Mishnah Brewery. He goes through all the different shittas in this topic and he explains the Al-Tarebbe's shitta in short. But it's a long bir halacha which is interesting to, to read. Now, the Al-Tarebbe continues in Se'if Vav with an important introduction that the Iker place of a person's residence is the place where he eats not the place where he sleeps. And uh, whoever, whoever learned in Hilchis much earlier in Hilchis Shabbos and Simon Reish Samach Gimel, when it discusses uh, 
the candle lighting over there also, you see the Altarebbe says, even though the takana of lighting candles in each room, the takana is in the main room, which is the room where you eat, not in the rooms where you, where you, where you sleep. Yeah, but anyways, therefore, being that the Iker place is, Iker Diras Adam is the place where he eats, and happens to be, we saw it in the previous simon that also Daitei Shel Adam is Bemokim Mezei We saw that in Shin, in a few simonim ago, in the beginning, in Shin Samach, in Shin Samach Vav. So therefore, if everybody eats together in the same room on Shabbos, it's an important understanding to remember this Duke and Al-Terebbe, he says, in Shabbos, even though each person brings his own food and he eats on his own table, it's still, they don't, and each one has his own room where they sleep. They still don't need to make their own Eruv and they're not oiser, not, uh, not oiser one another. And even if this, they have to make an Eruv with, with a different Chatzar, if with a different chad, with a different house in the same chatzer, still only one person from this group has to do it because they're all considered like, like one group, one person. And even if they put up mechitzes between them while eating for tzniyah's purposes, people don't want to eat with other families, it's also not a problem, it still does not make a problem. The mere fact that they're eating all in the same room, even with mechitzes between them, on Shabbos, that already makes them all into one Unit and one unit that does not need that does not need a that does not need an aid of as opposed to and over here mechitzah sarai is not a problem and um, because it's ikar the ikar of dira saodam is a place where they eat as opposed to in a trackling where the mechitzahs do make a difference because over there we're talking about about sleeping now if you look now in seif zayin. We could um, learn to discuss, just pointing it out in short, about people that live in, have a house in their father's property, and they receive a, a certain allowance from the father for food, whether it's fo actual food, or they, receive, or they receive money for food, and they eat, take it and they eat in their own houses, so, so um, they don't need to make an aid of between them, Unless there's other diurim in the chotzer, and they have to make an eruv with the father, and the eruv is kept in the in somebody else's house. But otherwise, it's not it's not a problem. They don't need it. Why? Because they're considered even because since he is giving them food, they're considered bnei beisay. The same thing applies to women. The same thing they receive a prasim balein, they receive a certain amount from their husband. The same thing to avodim, and the same thing to students who receive. A certain allowance for food from their from their teacher that they're all considered as one as one as one bnei beisim. So now, what happens if you have? So from this, so if you if you look at bachrim living in a dormitory or girls living in a dormitory in the yeshiva or in a seminary. The Chayra, you have three hetayim why they don't need to make an Eidah. First of all, they eat in the same room, dining room. And even if they don't eat in the same dining room, they receive, maybe they, if they receive, if in the olden days they would receive a, the yeshiva would arrange in a, where they would eat or give them, or give them way to buy food. And we know from the Al-Tarebbe, the Iker Dira Saodim, we just learned, is 
is Mokim Achilles Apas, and therefore depends on where you eat, where you eat on Shabbos. And the third reason is because in a yeshiva and a seminary, Ziochilos Alkam Bechalis Shirtza. Kayodua Mufurso. My Tamil is enough, yeah. Your Matsu Sluk is the strongest hatter. Now, huh? No, yeah. don't overestimate, uh, don't underestimate people's capabilities. Matsu Sluk means that if I give you a specific, huh? Also, the, the Rebbe will, will deal with the letter from the Rebbe. The Rebbe looks in the legal aspect of it before legally. The fact, I tell you, you could be here for three weeks, and I could pick up on the third day and tell you, get out of here, and you have no recourse against me. It's not like it doesn't need the contracts. Whatever we made up, we made up, and I still could do it. A rental, even a, a rental which I could throw you out the middle. A regular rental, there's, there's conditions in the contract. I can't throw you out. But otherwise, if I could throw you out, then, it's, then, then, then that means that I never really gave you any real ownership on this. Now, based on this Alter Rebbe, it's interesting to, to see this, that uh, some were medayik, if somebody eats a whole week in, his, in one house, but every Shabbos he goes to eat somewhere else, he eats by Shver, by Shriger, by Shriger, by his parents, or by his sibling, he goes out every Shabbos, then he is not oyser if he's the one who is in the chatzah, he's the, if he's uh, in the chatzah, he's not oyser on the other person. Why? Because Ikra Mokim Dira Saodom is Mokim Achilose, and Mokim Achilose specifically is Mashma that it's on Shabbos. Since on Shabbos he's never there, Mokim Achilose, the Chaira, he is not, he is not, he is not Oyser. Now what happens if one Shabbos he doesn't eat there, and the rest of the Shabbosim, the rest of the Shabbosim he does eat, and punk that Shabbos, there's a need to make an Eid of or whatever it is. Is he Oyser on that Shabbos? or not, the Shabbos, that he's not there. So the B'tzei L'chochmah says that you follow, each Shabbos is looked at independently, and the, and, the, and the mere fact that on this Shabbos he did not, he did not eat over there, is enough to, that on this Shabbos you don't have to, he's not oyster and everybody else. The Chaznish says that we go based on the Rav Shabbosis of the year, and soon as you see from the letter of the Rebbe, we could be medayik like the, like the B'tzei L'chochmah. Huh? Yeah. What? It's only a specific Shabbos, yeah. The question is, what happens if somebody eats every Shabbos and one Shabbos he's not there? What do we look? Do we look at it or not? What do you mean? According to that's the thing. According to the Betzel Chachma, it would depend on the specific Shabbos. According to the Chazanish, it would not. It would depend on the majority of the Shabbos. You have to look at it. <coughs> now, in Sif Tess is talking about when a person, even if, if you have a reach, have a guest in your chutzpah, and he has his own room, etc., etc., and he sleeps in his own room, and he eats in his own room. 
So as long as it's le- he's there less than 30 days, he's not considered, he's not oiser on the rest of the Bnei HaChatzer, and everybody else in the Chatzer is allowed to be metaltal over there, from their house to his house, and everybody becomes tuffel to the, everybody becomes tuffel to, to the Balabais. And the Hashem in Al-Tarebbe says that some, some, there is another opinion that he's not considered tuffel to the Balabais for if he, if he rented the room even less than 30 days. The only thing is that less than 30 days he's not, doesn't cause an issue to the other people in the Chatzar. But it doesn't mean that he becomes tuffled that he himself does not have to make a aid of Chatzeris. Why? Because here the Altarev introduces the concept a rental even for one day is considered a purchase and therefore it's considered his and if it has all the conditions that of a rental, which would be usher, then the fact that it's less than 30 days does not make it that he is, that he is, uh, that does not make it mutter for somebody else to, to does not, is not matter for him, it's just that he's not, he does not become tuffle or bottle to the balabais, it only means that he's not oiser on the balabais, but for he himself is still, is still a, a, uh, is still a problem over here, the al again says, that if he, if he, that the same thing applies if he lends it to him for a certain amount of time and he can't get rid of him during during that time. But after thirty days, then he is oiser on them only if he can't get rid of him during that time. That means again after thirty days. Again, the concept is here again that if he can't get rid of them, any achulas now, the Al-Tarebbe then tells you, even if, if, if from the beginning he's already renting for more than 30 days, it's a, it's, he's renting for, for his, his kiveya that he's going to rent for 32 days, he's still not oiser up until day 31. And even if he is he usually comes, every time he comes to visit, he comes for more than 30 days, he still, we still don't say that he's oiser right away, the Yesh Oymrim, that if he comes on a regular basis, he is oiser right away, but Al-Tarebbe says, Halacha Kedivrei, Halacha Kedivrei HaMeikol. But this only applies if there is a, a steady owner to this Chatzar, and not that you have a bunch of people together. That means if you have one owner who's living there the whole time, then guests who are less than 30 days are bottled to him. But if you have uh, either bottled to him or not oyster on him. But if you have, if it's just six people who rented together and each one of them rented for less than 30 days, that heter doesn't apply. Now this idea that you have to have, that, why? Because you have to have a balabas over there. Just to point out something I forgot to mention before, that when we're talking about this idea that you have to have a balabas who's in place, also when it comes to Tfisa Syad, if let's say there is a, 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 a apartments or there's rooms that are rented out, and the owner doesn't have a Tfisa Syad in each room, but one of the residents has a Tfisa Syad in each one of these places, he's there for longer than everybody else, so he doesn't have place in his house, so he left uh, some garbage in one apartment, some garbage in another apartment. Since he's not the owner, it doesn't have the effect on it. There has to be a physical owner who creates this concept of Eurchim, which are living in the, which are tuffled to him, 
or are not oyster on him, or his guests, or his nebayas. There has to be a matzius of an owner over there. either own it, or he has a, or he rented it, and then he rents it out to other people, or he borrowed it, and he can't get, in, and his owner can't get rid of him. Some kind of permanent, so, huh? When? Otherwise, otherwise what, state that he is, if it's, if he has three sociales, it's something else. But if he doesn't have three if he doesn't have three and he's only relying on the head of thirty days, then how how did they become his guests? There's a chuva, the safer shall the chuva is called Chemdas Moshe. To Rav Moshe Yaakov Beck, he was called the Avbezdan of Apsha, a city in Czechoslovakia, and then he became the Rav of a shul called Avas Chemdas Teir of Chesed here in Karnheitz. Passed away like forty years ago. He printed a book called Charles Tshuva's Chemdas Moshe, and the first simon that he has in his book, this book was printed Tavshin Yutes, he discusses, he discusses two topics. Topic number one, Jews living in buildings where there are Mechalei Shabbos Yidin in the same building, and going to a hotel on Shabbos. It's an interesting Tshuva, very easy read. And over there he discusses, the first question is about Jews who are living in buildings in New York where there are Yidin who are not Moide Be'erev. What does it mean not Moide Be'erev? He says, Remechal Shabbos Be'ferhesia. So now they are oiser on the other people and until you do Schiras Rishos from them. And they don't want to be Maske Rishos. They don't believe in it. So he says, he tries to find the Tatum. It's a common issue. You have buildings, we have Yidin. And you have Yidin who are Mechalei Shabbos over there, and you have other Yidin who are from Yidin. They want to be able to carry in the building. And what are you going to do? So he says, first of all, you could say that they have, if the owner of the, of the building has, has his own things in the hallways, then he has Tvizas Yad in the hallways, so everybody could carry through, through, through the hallways. Okay. Okay. Huh? If you ask Tvisasyad and something which is permanent there, maybe the question if the owner is either guy is a different is, is a different discussion, we'll get to it later. So he says if there's something which it cannot be moved because it's heavy or because of tilt, because of tilt, then they these Yidin or Mikhali Shabbos are not oiser the hallway for everybody else. That's an important point. Just remember, even I'm not focusing on this so much. When a person just because a, if we define that this person is not oyster on somebody else, if he's not part of it, he's just not oyster the public areas. I still can't carry into his house. The owner really has to live in the building. Huh? For half Tvisas Yad, no. For Tvisas Yad, no. He has Tvisas Yad, he has things in the Chatzar. He's using it. He's supposed to be a member of that Chatzar. Right, then he has nothing, yeah. He has he just, to live in that building. Or has an office in the building, something there, yeah. Eating in the building. Yeah, it's eating in the building, yeah. A person owns tons of houses all over, he owns a lot of Right, it doesn't, it's not. No, it's not. Right. Yeah. 
And uh, then he says, now what happens if you don't have a chavotzim of the balabais in, each, in, in, in the hallway? Then he says, well, first of all, there's a hatter maybe because they, uh, there's, other, uh, there's other exits. Yes, you can say the Mechal and Shabbos are taking, using the second door of the building, not the first door of the building. So this hallway to the doors of the building is only for the Yidin Hashem and Shabbos. Okay, uh, we'll de define it. The Mechal and Shabbos is going to go through the other door. And therefore, it's a, they're not oyster, like when there's two, two, uh, two ways to exit. They're not oyster on the, on the Mechal Shabbos, not oyster on the Yidin. He says maybe the Mechal Shabbos is not really Mechal Shabbos, maybe not because they're, they're, they are, they are, um, then he brings a Svare, maybe the fact that every apartment has a fire escape may also be considered, he brings up as a, a Raya from Arishan, maybe that's also considered that they have another exit, but he says that's not enough of a of a uh, of a uh, good reason, he relies mainly on the fact that there's, if there's two doors to the building, then there is that's the best way to that there shouldn't be oyster one another. Then he goes into the whole hotel thing. Well, the whole building is connected to both doors. You, you, you can't say one hallway is connected to one door and one hallway is different. Right. What he says since they since you could say that they haven't they have they're not oyster, they're going to walk out through that door, and I'm going to walk out through this door. So being that they have another way of walking out through those hallways, then they, their usage is not oyster those hallways for everybody else. That was a sort of that he brings over there. And then he moves into the whole topic of a hotel. Starts from Oysid Aleph and his Shuvah, little paragraphs. Oysid Aleph and his Shuvah, he goes into the whole hotels. He says you have a Jewish owner of a hotel, and you have a Jewish, this, this book of Shuvahs in Hebrew books, you could look at it afterwards. Uh, there's, there's a Jewish owner to the hotel. There's a Jewish, uh, there's a Jewish, uh, and and the people and, and some of the people living uh, eating in the hotel are Yidden, and each one eats in his own room. There's also Goyim in the hotel. There's also Yidden or Mechal Shabbos in the hotel. So first he brings a svara. He says if 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 the owner of the hotel has a right to relocate you from one room to another room in the middle of your stay, then lechayda. Your room is not considered a shusam yuchedes, and therefore that might be a svara why you are considered a guest of, 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 of the balabais, and it's not your shus, and therefore one person is not oyster on the other person when it comes to when it comes to when it comes to a to a uh, to a hotel. But he says that that is not enough of a reason. Why? Because the concept of Yochel Salkom doesn't mean you just move them from one room to another during the term of their time. It means that you throw them out completely out of the hotel. But if you could just move them from one room to another, it doesn't mean that you threw them out of the property. If you didn't throw them out of the property, they still have some ownership over there, so that hatter doesn't work. So he says the only hatter that would work is if they all eat together in the same room, and otherwise you should make Erev Chatseris without a bracha. And then he goes and continues, he says, okay, but, and then Oisid Gimel, says, well, maybe the mayor, the Shulchan Aruch, discusses that you have the idea of 30 days. Up to 30 days is not a problem. When Medchayr in hotels, it shouldn't be an issue. Why? Because in hotels, most of the people, all the people stay less than 30 days. So he says, no. He says, in every hotel, you're going to find somebody who's there for more than 30 days. Also, everyone's a guest over there. Huh? The whole thing of 30 days is when there's someone who's dark from Akiyas. So he says, more than 30 days becomes kvias. And therefore, they're oyster. 
And then he goes and says there's another heter, which he sees it. And that may be because the, even though the Balabais doesn't have things in each one of in each of the rooms, but he has the shoes to put things, he has the right to put things in each of the rooms. So he says that also doesn't help. Why doesn't it help if he has rishus to put in each thing? Because you have to actually have chafatzim in each of the room, and not just that you have a right to do it. <coughs> and it only applies if the soicher, if the thing that the balabais has there, the soicher has no right to take it out. But if the soicher has a right to deal with it, then then it still not doesn't help as tfisasiyad of the balabais. So he says all the hetelim you can think of don't work for a hotel. And he brings from the smack that's mentioned in the Bes Yosef that if you have a suffolk when it comes to Erev Chatzeres, if there's Tvizas Yad, there's no Tvizas Yad, you should make Erev without a bracha, and therefore you should make an Erev without a bracha. Then he says, sometime Chacham came over to him and told him that being that the, the Balabais of the hotel has um, tables and chairs and, and an oven, so it's in each room, so it's considered that he has a Tvizas Yad, and he says that completely doesn't help. He says it's a mistake that people think is that is only when the purpose of the sing in the person's room, the room is for the is the balabais using it or wanting it there. But not if this is also rented out to the person. The fact is when you rent out the hotel room, he has a right to use the table and he has a right to use the 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 beds and he has a right to use the fridge and he has a right to use the coffee machine. He has a right to use the oven. That's why he rents out the room. It's not something which is there yours that he doesn't have a right to do it. So therefore, he says that you should that you have to to make an erev chatzeres if it's a Jewish-owned hotel for between the rooms, and if it's a Goyish-owned hotel, you need to do scheres He sent this book to the Rebbe. Okay, but if they all eat in the same room, then it's not a problem. That's not a problem. No. <laughs> Why? Huh? Why? Because then they all become erechim of the balbais. The balbais doesn't live there. He has to live there, but even there on Shabbos. They're relying. Huh? How come he doesn't mention at all anything about the balbais living there and eating there on Shabbos? No, but all the people eating together, they all become like one, like one family. It's nothing to do with the balabais. Eating together is separate. Eating together is the fact that everybody's eating in the same room. It's as if all the foods got mixed together. It goes back to before. This is the Eruv. And the fact that there's going there? That's what you have to deal with. That the, that's a different. Maybe they're, they're in this battle. I don't know. Even if, they're all, even if all the Yidin eat in the same room, let's say they're renting it out for a mitzvah or something, Still, if there's going there, they have to, the problem. Right? If there's, if there's a bunch of Urkim and there's a Nafri Dara, they have to rent the shoes. If there's a Gaimim, 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 even if all the well, the room, yeah, unless from the from the owner of the hotel, yeah. Now he sent this book to the Rebbe, and the Rebbe responded to him with a letter. It's printed in Igris. You say this is a letter. It's Chelik Yutches, and it's Yemei Hasliches Tavshin Yutches. It's Igris Chelik Yutches, and the number of the letter is Zayin Dash Chavav. Well, the Rebbe thanks him for the book. And the Rebbe gives a few comments, comments on the Agdama. The Rebbe gives, discusses one, says, I'm going to give you some of the artists in the book. The Rebbe discusses Shaz Tshuva Simon Aleph, which is the one we just discussed, the first one. And he does not discuss the first half about living in buildings, but the second half about hotels. And the Rebbe starts by saying in this letter, 
from a Yidin are making hotels. The Friedrich Rebbe was machmer not to carry in the hallways of the hotels. That's the Friedrich Rebbe, but there are, the Frum Yidin are noyek to make on hotels, and it gives four reasons. Number one, the owner of the hotel has things that belong to him in each of the rooms. And that shows, now then this, the Rebbe quotes Eloshan al-Terebbe in Seif Beis, that he did not remove himself completely from these houses, and they all become ke'orchim etzli of the owner. More so, you cannot compare it to renting a house. He says there are more, there are more restrictions on renting in a hotel room. There's more conditions for your rental. It's not that you get the whole thing for yourself, the whole room for yourself without any restrictions. There are more restrictions by renting in a hotel than renting your own apartment. Um, yeah, that's the first reason. So, which is, so, so that's the first reason that he points out. He disagrees with the, with the, with the, with the, with the one who wrote the sefer, the Chemdas Moshe. The Chemdas Moshe wanted to say that the whole idea of kalim is a is a din in ishtamshos. If the person, if the owner, could go in there and use it, then if the owner can't go in there and use it and lets the other person use it, then he himself doesn't use it anymore, then it's no longer considered for us yet. The Rebbe says, no, the idea of Kalim is not about whether the person is actually going to go in and use it. It's the idea of Siluk. Did he remove himself completely from this house or he didn't remove himself completely completely from this house or not. The Rebbe looks at the Kalim. The idea of Tvisas Yad and Kalim is did a person remove himself completely from this, from any um, call it ownership of this room while he rented out the room or not. Um, the second reason he says. Why didn't he get the fact that it's not David's Jewish bias? He points out as a, as, as a side point. He says it's not the same, there are more restrictions and he's going to go through them. There is going to go through these different differences between. It's not a full schirus. A person rents a hotel room, it's not a full schirus like renting a, a, a house. That means he still removes, he still remains somewhat of Eireach. The second point, he says, he says, um, even if it would be Schirus Mamesh, every room has things in there that belong to the owner that the Seucher doesn't use at all. Every hotel room has certain things that belong to the owner that remain there that were not put there for the purpose of the Seucher to use. I don't know what specific that's referring to in today's age. Ah? Washington. Huh? No. No, they don't keep it in the hotel. He says, even if it's full Seucher. The third reason is, according, he says, the third reason, the, the Rebbe says, that according to Primagodim and the Oil of Shabbos and the Taste of Shabbos, as opposed to the Mishnah Brura, it's enough of the Balabais has Rishus to put stuff there, and not if he actually has Kalim in the, in, the, uh, in the room. Just the mere fact that he has Rishus to put things there is that. The fourth thing is, because people live there for less than 30 days. And then the Rebbe comes and says, and even the people who live there more than 30 days, they pay their rent weekly, every week, or whatever it is, a certain amount of time that the, the hotel charges you. The hotel 
charges you um, every day. The hotel's not going to keep a person in the hotel for six months or for, or for 40 days without charging them even once. They have to get paid. So they'll, once a week, they'll charge it. That means, and that means that at the end of each week, so to speak, at the end of each short time, the Balabais has a, has a right to throw him out. Why? Because there is no contract that there is no legal contract which forces the owner of the this is the batim. The owner doesn't have with you a contract that mandates that he has to keep you there. This is understanding or I understand it. As opposed to a house where there is legal contract that you can't throw a person out of the middle. You can't evict somebody. In a hotel, you don't have that. At the end of the time, you can throw them out. Maybe you can throw them out even before the end of the time. So if it's 30 days, less than 30 days, you can charge them every every day. And he says, that means that every week, that explains, every week it renews itself. Every time you get charged a credit card or the check gets charged again, it's a new schirus. So even though it's four weeks of consecutive, or five weeks consecutive, it's not 30 days. Because at the end of every week, you get thrown out. The contract, the term expires. And even if it is, even if he does pay monthly in the hotel, let's say it's a, more of a long-term hotel, yeah, and he's there for more than a month. He says the only time this person would be Iser is on the 31st day. If it's a Goyish a month which has 31 days, then on the 31st day you'd be Iser. That day you'd be Iser. Why? Because the first 30 days you're not Iser. The 31st day the Al-Tarebbe only says you're Iser only on day number 31. So because you renew your Schiros at the beginning of the first of each month, which means you could, the whole term begins at the first of each month, which means that you get thrown out at the end of the month. So the only way it's going to be oyster, a person who's there for more than 30 days, is if there's a month of 31 days and the 31st day falls on Shabbos. No, the last hat that apartment. No, you can't throw somebody out. So apartments, you know, short-term rentals, yeah. Yeah. Short-term rentals, yeah. Long-term rentals, no. Nobody gives a... No. The fact that you pay rent once a month, your contract is for 12 months, you can't get evicted. Contract is for 12 months. If you have a short-term rental, something else. But if you have a contract for 12 months, it's not so. Um, and l'chayr of that would apply to also short-term rentals of apartments also, the same idea. But if you pay once a month, and it's not, you don't have a, a, a long-term a, a contract, and legally you get thrown out in the middle, then it's... Uh, then it's, uh, you don't need to do, uh, then you're not oyster one another. This is all when the hotel is owned by Eid. All when the hotel is owned by Eid. This was the answer, yeah. Now, the Al-Dereb doesn't discuss whether the hotel is owned by Eid or the hotel is owned yeah, by a guy. The huh? The whole discussion of the is when the hotel is owned by Eid. That's what, the Al-Dereb doesn't, doesn't mention it, but that's a response to the Chemnus Moshe. Now, so if you have a, a uh, if, it's, if, it's, if it's owned by a Goy or by Yudos Mechal Shabbos, so it happens to be the other Ephraim and the Kitzvah Shulchan Aruch, they hold that Oyrchim could apply even if the owner is, if the owner is a Goy or the owner is a Yudos Mechal Shabbos, the din of Oyrchim still applies to them. You could be a Reach of Yudos Mechal Shabbos, the owner of Mechal Shabbos, you could be a Reach of a Goy. Um, 
But to the Shemal Sephirim Godim in the Mishnah Brura, it seems that it's not so, but it only applies when, the, when it's a Yid, when it's a Goy, you have to do, you have to do, you have to do Sechiris Rishos. Now, the reason why I would venture to say that, that the, that the Rebbe is not, does, is going to be Mekel even when the hotel is owned by a Goy is because the fact is that most of the hotels that we were discussing that the Friedrich Rebbe was in or whatever, it's out, the Friedrich didn't carry, but he says that most Yidin are in, are in, Hotels, a lot of the hotels that Terebeim went to in Europe were owned by Goy. Hotels in America where Yidin went to, yeah, were owned by Yidin. Or at least Mechal some of them were Mechal The hotels that uh, Fiyakirev went to in Etsisro were also owned by Yidin. But in Europe, when they went to Paris or these places, there was no, the hotels not owned by Yidin, they were owned by Goy. They carried? didn't carry, the Rebbe said, Fiyakirev didn't carry. But from a Yidin carries, the Rebbe, the Rebbe says. From a Yidin carrying hotels, the Fiyakirev did not carry. Now, the Maynaf Kamina, you have bungalows where people, one person owns the whole bungalow colony and he rents it out to people for weekly or monthly. Not talking about where everybody owns their own bungalows. When you go to a hotel room, when you go to Airbnb. Yeah, now, when hotels, if everybody eats together in the same room, there's a hetter, right? They eat Suda Shabbos, the whole discussion if you have to eat the actual Suda Shabbos or just eat together in the room. But let's, let's discuss if you eat together in a room. Every hotel has, every hotel has, ha, not every hotel, but most hotels today, many hotels today, have breakfast every morning. You go, they have, uh, it's part of the package you get. You go downstairs, and everybody eats breakfast together. Now, the Yidin, they don't eat breakfast, by the Goyim, but there's fruits, they're gonna go downstairs and look, there's gonna be a fruit, they take a coffee, whatever it is that you could do over there. So ultimately, you do have everybody eating together on, on, on the Balbais, and they are cooking for you. No, but that's in the air. It's not in eating in the same place. Hmm? Because eating in the same place has to be bread, no? It has to be the soda. But here I'm saying is in the hotel you have another element, that the, you're all urchim of the owner, by the mere fact that the food is provided to you, whether you eat it or you don't eat it, you're not getting a discount. It's not being charged to your hotel room. The fact is that when you go to a hotel, most of the hotels is breakfast, free breakfast. That you get in the, you go downstairs and people eat together. Or they eat from the same, they eat from the same, from the same food. So that might be, might be a, uh, a, a hatter. Now when everybody eats together, so if you look in, in um, the Aruch HaSholchan and Sif Yudzayin, he points out that obviously it has to be the main Suda Shabbos has to be eaten together if you want to use that everybody becomes one one uh, one group, not the Urchim on, on the on the deal of the of the of the on the Balabais's bill. But if everybody's eating together becomes one, that that refers to the eats of the Shabbos together. Chaya Adam says that it's that there have to be some chudaitam on that from uh, some chudaitam on this from Erev Shabbos. On the eating together, because that way, then it becomes like, then it becomes like an eruv. Now, in a in a in the other place where this would apply to is in hospitals. People are in hospitals on Shabbos, and some people might have the mistaken idea that you have to make you can't carry in the hallways, and so there's no everybody in the hospital is a guest of the hospital. They're not charging you for your room only. They're charging you for the medical care. And they're giving you a room so they can treat you medical care. They're also giving you food. So 
you, all, everybody's essentially guests of the, of, the, of the hospital. So the fact that somebody's sick, he doesn't have to follow, worry about it. Somebody's a chaylem. But the people who are not chaylem, who are helping the chaylem, or helping themselves, they have not a problem. There's not a, that's not an issue to, to carry over there. Bechlal in the hotel, in, in the hospital, even less in the hotel. Your room is not your room, you can get moved from there. You're only there for the purpose of, of, uh, of, uh, of, uh, of uh, you're there because the hospital is giving you, you're paying for the, for the treatment and everybody's eating together. Now obviously when you're in a camp, you can also go into the, in camps, everybody eats together in the same room. The only question which I have, and with that I'm going to conclude, if you have a bungalow colony, you have 40, 50, 60 units, and each one owns their own, not that it's rented by one person, rents everybody by weekly, because that's much easier. If each person owns their own bungalow, they have a whole bungalow colony together. Every Shabbos, all the men eat their Iker meal and shul. I don't know, is that considered that you don't need the of Chatzeris or not? Huh? They don't wash at home either. The Kiddush, and they eat the full meal. Medina, there's, the amount of crackers that they eat, they have to make a on. And then they eat Mazayna's crackers, so you have. So there's no Kviya Suda. They're all eating together. Suda Shabbos. Okay, so that's. Uh, maybe some places do wash. I'm saying the amount of crackers they eat is, is pas. Is it? I don't know. I'll leave, I'll, I'll leave you with that question because I talk I don't have an answer, huh? Probably all of eight regardless. They have I'm asking, what happens if they didn't make an Eidav? Could they rely on the Kiddush? If they forgot to make Eidav Chatzeris one year. I'm saying, could they, could, they, could they rely on the fact that Shabbos Kiddush is everybody's, everybody's eating together in Shul? I don't know. If one person doesn't stay, then his house stays for everyone else? You have to make sure everybody stays. Don't let anybody out. Fine, there'll be a... Uh,